Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. Now in season two for both your ears. And speaking of seasons, we're very humbled to welcome aboard our new sponsor, The Women of Lancaster County, a series of Amish romance novels featuring such soon-to-be classics as His Suitable Amish Wife, colon, A Quick Start Family, Her Second Last Chance, An Amish Wife for Christmas, Accidentally Amish, and Back Road to Heaven often referred to as the Hallmark Channel for the Amish. All of these and many more are available now from wherever books are sold, because they actually exist. I'm Jason. Hey, and I'm KJ, and this week we welcome Sean Morrissey to the third chair, and we kick it all off with our Weeks in Review, where one of us is broadcasting from a sunny and 64 degrees situation, one of us is broadcasting from a sunny and 80 degrees situation, and one of us is broadcasting from a blizzard slash thunder snow motherfucking storm situation. Um. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week's? <laughs> this week's? Well, good is up. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yes, and I have two reasons for that. One is okay. that our friend Sean Morrissey joins us today in the third chair. So let's take a moment yes. to welcome Sean. Welcome, Sean, actually back to the, to the show. Hi, it's friends. Been a while, good to though. be back. Yeah, it has. And I know that because Skype tells me. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? You, you, with your high friends, you just kind of segued into the second reason that good is up. Oh, no. It's, I know what's It's coming. Masters Weekend, baby. A tradition uh, like no other. Yeah. <laughs> so good is up for I gotta those go, I got to go out and get to take a smoke break. I'll be back in like five minutes. And you know what? I, I came this close, and I'm holding my two... my thumb and my forefinger together the gesture to start smoking no i came this close oh. to actually being at the masters right now instead of really sitting here in the podcast wing recording with you gentlemen you know i only live like two hours from i there, know right? you do that's a bucket list situation it, it well it's a bucket list situation i had the plane tickets in the cart and i won't go into why or how I was offered the tickets or why or how I lost the tickets, but it fell through and I'm here, which is fine. Someday I'll get there, but I was so close, but it makes it even wow. harder because we are in a blizzard over here. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was snowing there. And the snow had all melted two days ago. My golf course was open and now... I think we have about six inches on the ground, but the weirdest thing is it's it's a it's actually thunder snowing. Yeah, there's a guy I know who lives north just north of Chicago, and he said it was they were predicted to get six to eight inches like Thursday and Friday yeah. of snow. I, I That's know. That's crazy. And it, now it's, it's sleeting, and it's very ominous out. It's like yellowish. It looks like a thunderstorm, except it's raining. I mean, it's snowing sleet. And it's it's thundering <laughs> and it's lightning. Emmy the terrier has her thunder shirt on. It feels Galileo, like July. Galileo. <laughs> yeah, it feels <laughs> like July, but it's actually April snowing in Minnesota. It is wow. so depressing. 
But in Augusta, Georgia, it's 80 degrees and sunshine. Yeah. And you know, you could have stayed at my parents' house for free because they live right there. Well, I didn't know they that. They live on the South Carolina side, but that's where they live. Yeah. They should rent their house. We've talked about this, haven't we? They should rent their yes, house. Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> so you did know that. You just right. forgot. I knew they lived there, but I didn't know I could stay there for free. Well, I mean, I hadn't asked them. Yeah, I was going to say, have you asked them? Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fun. They got like a guest room in the upstairs. Um, yeah, it's they just... have made the transition to Master on the Main, which seems like up until like a few years ago, I was like, ah, who, I don't want that, you know, because you have the master bedroom on the main floor of the house, and then you have the upstairs where you have extra bedrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, as I get older, I'm like, it's looking pretty good. Maybe the next house I buy, we'll put the master on the main floor. So Let I me tell you, it's smart it's to been, do that. Yeah, it's um, six years into that, and it is, uh, it's oh, worked really? out well. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's good to hear the experience take on that. Now, now yeah. this, this house is not big enough to have a second level. Our master's on the main. Well, you're talking about the guest house because the mansion right. definitely has like three levels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the master on the main is uh, is an important concept in in the in the work that I do cuz almost every senior oh, yeah. that comes in with a broken hip or something they have to go up 12 stairs to get to their bedroom and so then they have to stay at the nursing home um to, you know however many weeks longer because they need to be able to get up the stairs. So it's a good idea hmm. as we get, all get older. Yeah. So on that note, we've got a blizzard in Minnesota. We're all getting older and we need our bedrooms on the main level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody is going to die. I have seen the future, and it is terrifying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in many ways. Uh, the the only but it's all good. It's still good. We're, we we want to be positive. It's good. It's very nice. You know, six, it's all going to be four and good. sunny on this side of the country. Very good. Yeah, it's like eighty degrees yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to live vicariously through you guys and by watching the Masters on my television. But that just yeah. means it's going to rain all weekend here, which that's what it Correct. does in the Mid Atlantic moving forward, according mm-hmm. to God. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. It's like it's eighty degrees and you know ninety five percent humidity, and then it rains the entire afternoon. I can't remember a weekend, literally in the last twelve months, where it has not mm-hmm. rained. Uh, it'll be a beautiful yes. week, and then all of a sudden we get to Thursday. The weekend is within our grasp, and here comes the rain. And it's again, yeah. Uh, now, as a golfer, KJ, <laughs> you can appreciate my struggle with that. Yes, I can. <laughs> and I, I assume that you can appreciate my struggle. My golf course was open for two days, and now it's going to be closed. <laughs> now it's blanketed with snow. Yeah. Yes, you're going to uh... need green and orange golf balls. The, there you go. The only have you ever played thing... the snow before? No, I haven't. Okay. The only good thing about this is, is is that it's April and it shouldn't take too long to melt. Shouldn't. Yeah, it depends on how warm it gets. Yeah, but we've talked before how the seasons have shifted from when we were kids. They definitely have, because I don't think like I've here. ever seen a thunderstorm. I mean, a thunder snowstorm before. Our lights were flickering on and off this morning. It, it felt like poltergeist situation in here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go towards the light. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Stay away from the TV. So I don't know if, so far it seems like my connection's pretty good, but the Hall of Famer's phone is out. Her cell phone <laughs> tower is out. So I have Verizon. She, she has, has her own cell phone tower? Yeah, dedicated she has to her. her own. I mean, that's on the west wing of the property on the west part of the like land. you have like they do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was smart in where I had my cell phone tower constructed. So Got it. Nice. Yeah, for that's somebody that has an injury, that's just makes things even worse. I mean, what yeah. what can mm-hmm. she possibly do? I hope there are puzzles nearby. Uh, definitely puzzles. Yes, thanks, Anita from Alaska. 
Although Legend. that puzzle's almost yes. almost complete. But we have a few more. You know what the cool thing about puzzles are, though? Tell me. When you finish it, you just take it apart and you got a whole new puzzle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Repeat infinitely. The other thing, you said let's try to keep it positive. I don't know if I should tell my next little story then because it was... Oh, you should definitely tell the story. We can put a positive spin on anything. Very good. So I will yeah. tell this story. That you got to see the good in everything. It's not really I mean, a I, story. I'm joking, but I'm also serious. It's just something that happened when it was An 60 degrees out and no snow. We went to opening day Minnesota Twins at Target Field. Nice. I guess... It was smart for the twins to change their home opener to the end of March, which has never happened before. Because in April, it snows six inches. <laughs> but so we went there, and the Hall of Famer needed an ADA seat. And so we borrowed a wheelchair, and there were six of us in our party. So I contacted my season ticket rep. Rem- you know, remember, I'm a season ticket holder. So you're supposed to get a little bit more preferential treatment. You should. Yeah, you so you have a personal rep that you call on your personal yes. cell phone tower yes. to connect and help you. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And I said, Can we get preferably six tickets in ADA section? If not, can I just have one so that she doesn't have to sit alone? So just one extra ticket. Because they I mean they yeah, they typically will give you and your companions seats. If you know, if there's one person that's in a wheelchair, all of your party gets seats. Now So you basically swap in your ticket your seat ticket and then they give that to somebody else? Is that how That's they do right. it? Or they yep. give you additional? No, okay. they open up your, your previous seats for yeah, someone else sense. to buy. Seems fair. Now, I w- we didn't know that she was going to need a wheelchair, so I was late in requesting. So I really didn't expect to get six seats. But I expected to get two. Well, he came back and said, I, all I can do is the one for her. So we get oh. there, and she's sitting all by herself. And the rest of us are down in the oh, next boy. the next level down. And the temperature difference was crazy up where she was. It was 15 degrees. It had to be at least 15 degrees cooler. Uh, in the shade, wind whipping down where we were. It was hot. <laughs> How big is this stadium? What is the I elevation I don't know change? why it's such it's a, a difference. But we it's were like taking... straight down. It was, like- yeah, it was layers. We were taking layers off. It was sunny. It was really nice where we were sitting. So, but here's my... Maybe you guys can help me out on what ADA, what you think ADA seating means, or what who qualifies for ADA seating. Okay, because I'm I know what it stands for. I so what are we trying to figure out? When we get there, I'm I get I we all get up there. We take a picture with her, and we 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 get her settled in her spot. And it it is indeed full. The rest of the uh, ADA section in that whole area is full, mm-hmm. but there's not another person in a wheelchair or a walker or crutches. Everybody else in her section are new mothers with strollers and their families. Okay. I thought this was like the Americans with Disabilities Act. It or is. Something That's what that. it is, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm assuming that ADA stands for. Or it's something to do with uh, people who are have a disability that can't go up and down the stairs. Right. Yep. Because uh, those stairs are... I, I don't know about I, – I was joking before, but I know that most baseball stadiums I've been to here in Atlanta, the the three that I've been to in the, in the time I've lived here, um, have like – it's like a – it's like going straight down. It's basically, steep, yeah. It's with like line. little ledges cut into the, the stones so that you can go down. Yeah, so they put you at the very top of each section, or actually just the first and mm-hmm. second levels. The third level has no ADA seating. 
So they put mm-hmm. you at the very top of that, and our original seats were at the very bottom of that section. So the ADA seating isn't as good of a spot. But it's plenty of room, and it's for people with disabilities with wheelchairs and, and, and walkers and stuff like that. I, right. I think it's good they do that because otherwise a lot oh, of those people would not be able to go like even with like a, you know, uh, temporary. I'm assuming she has like a leg brace and it locks her knee in and that kind of stuff. Yes, that's exactly right. She couldn't, yeah. she couldn't There's move no way her she could get up and down those stairs. Leg. Her leg is locked and straight. Yeah. Right. So, but when we get there and we we're like, okay, this is a very lenient policy because there's nobody else here except for mothers with strollers. Yeah, I, I don't think motherhood is a disability. Yeah. Well, it that, depends on who you ask. <laughs> now, I mean, I know it, <clears throat> I know it can, uh, look, I am all for affording them, you know, because I know how difficult it is from the father side of it, having a new kid. Uh, so, and the mother typically certainly takes more of a physical toll, um, but also usually ends up... Um, having to care for the child most of the time. Like if I, if we were going to a game with a newborn, I would try to carry the kid, but I feel like most people, it's going to be the mom who's going to be carrying the newborn. It's so I, I mean, odd. I understand you want, you want to provide what, what do you mean? That's very odd. No, it's just very odd that I wasn't expecting them to see. I mean, you can sit in regular seats. You can yes, walk down absolutely. the stairs and sit in a regular seat with the baby well, on your lap. I could understand if you didn't want to go down the stairs with the baby, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But right. uh, maybe I, they should call that section a different They should call section. it something else, I think. I, I take more umbrage with being in boarding group one, and then all of a sudden families just appear out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boarding the plane and slowing the process down. Yes. That's true. I don't know why. That just irks me. And anybody wearing a blue shirt today can now enter the plane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the rules are basically just been thrown out the window with that stuff. Yep. When I used to travel, it was it was much more strictly enforced. You know, twenty years ago when I was flying every week, and then it's I understand it being more accommodating, but it is very much you're making it more difficult for everybody mm-hmm. by allowing more freedom in this. Put so, them on the plane before you even pick up the microphone. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know about it. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's called customer I, smart customer service. Yeah. <laughs> I I understand I understand they're having a allowing them to have a section where they don't have to go up and down stairs with a newborn because, you know, if it when I mean, honestly, if it's your, if it's your first kid, you're wrapping them in bubble wrap. Your second kid, you're like, "Oh, he fell on the floor." <laughs> you know, spit on him and wipe him off. That's 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 typically how it goes, and that's certainly in my experience how it was. Like the first kid is just like you know, I have this precious little, you know, object that mm-hmm. is, you know, super fragile. And the second one, you're like, eh, they'll probably be all right. So it's, it's, I understand having a spot for that, but they should not take those spots away from people who act, who have disabilities, in my opinion. Is it yeah. a standalone row? Is there anybody behind or in front of that row? Or is it just kind of up against a railing? Because I've it's- seen them set up like that before. Yeah, it's up against a railing, and it's got extra yeah. wide berths, so you can get apparently a stroller and or a wheelchair in there. Right, or the Walmart Lane Cruisers. Yes, although I've never seen those there, but they are probably there. I just haven't seen, you know, noticed them. Yeah, but I, I, I think they should rename the section. Mm-hmm. That would that would go a long way for me. But also, they should have. I feel like they should have let you in. I understand probably what they did is went well. You don't actually have to sit here. 
And so we're going to give these seats away to other people. Yeah. But then since the Hall of Famer was the only one who had to sit there. Yes. That's probably correct. what they did. But yeah, that's but the f- that's ridiculous to make her sit by herself. Yeah. The father and the grandfather of the newborn baby didn't have to sit there either. So that that was fine. And you know what? Oh, was it like that? Was it like, ex- was oh, it yeah. like more than just the mom, oh, see, that- dad, baby? And then the, on the on the on the right, there was mom, dad, baby. On the left, there was mom and grandma and baby. Now, did did the Hall of Famer have any conversations with them? Was there more to the story as to why they might have been sitting there? Yes, <laughs> investigative on the front line. She did say that yes. the lady next to her was kind of chatty, but I didn't get what they were chatting about. Oof, I have a but there was with that. a seat open up, and so I finally did go join her. But it was like oh, okay. sixth inning, and she had mentioned that the usher came up to her several innings into the game. No one else didn't ask anyone else this; just asked her. Oh, can I see your ticket again? The only one in the wheelchair in the whole section, and he asked to see her ticket again. Okay, here's what you need to do. Instead of trying to smuggle in salad dressing, <laughs> you need to have a fake baby. <laughs> you need to have a fake baby that you yeah, carry. That's what I'm saying. they're not, and just cover it up mm-hmm. and make, because you can get like a doll that looks pretty real, and just cover it up and say, oh, my baby's sleeping. Get one of those, you know, Bjorn you know, kangaroo pouch things where they, they strap to the front of your yeah, body yeah. <laughs> and carry that thing into every game. And as long as you don't go through the same gates every time or have the same, you know, ushers checking you out. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, after, you know, after, you know, a hundred games, they might be going, hey, maybe I ain't getting any older. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. But they're probably not going to put it together. They're probably not going to remember. So you could probably sneak in not not sneaking. You could carry in the fake baby, and you could also put the salad dressing inside of the baby. Perfect. Wow. Two birds, one, one stone. stone. Wait, that's against Peta's recommendations. Oh, sorry. Two birds, one scone. There you mm. go. Or salad. Yeah. Salad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was some nice things. We got to go into the ADA entrance, and we were like the second people in the whole park to get in. We didn't have to go into the line, so there were some perks. But as we're leaving, the usher says, says to the Hall of Famer, oh, I see. You're faking it just so you can get a good seat, huh? And it's like, I think the lady thought this what? was a joke. You know, she thought she was being funny. I'm sure this is not the first time she's ever said that. Um, I find that comment to not be funny. Um, no. And also. Not somebody who's, I'm sure she's going, she's going through physical therapy. And oh, has, yeah. Has experienced a lot of discomfort and pain in the surgeries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to leave early. That's not funny at this point. Yeah. We left early because she was hurting. Now, so, did we get the name of this person? The usher? No, we did not. But <laughs> uh-huh. and the other thing is, does it occur to you, lady, that our original seats were better than this seat? So, no, there's no faking going on. And, and you yeah. mentioned a personal uh, ticket mm-hmm. re- receptionist. Yes. Or, yes. or whatever. Representative. Yes. Representative, yeah. Rep- representative. Representative. This is a secure the name badge situation. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, well, she should probably be removed altogether. I think she's probably said that to many people <laughs> that look young and athletic. Mm. I'm sure that she's done that. Because it's obviously a temporary injury, but it doesn't mean it's not an injury, you know, and that she doesn't deserve yeah. to be sitting there. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Did you tell this entire story just so you could say that you and the Hall of Famer are young and athletic? <laughs> yes, definitely. I thought Case closed. Now, see, I thought she was just segueing into the early uh, discussions of the first month of the baseball season, which was right after golf talk, which is, you know, 
leading up to be your favorite episode of all time, Jason. Absolutely. Golf talk and Ooh. baseball talk. You know it. Hey, we got a fake baby, so I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> it has been discussed that not even a fake baby, but just bring a wheelchair or crutches every time. But we're not doing that because that is That not. would be too difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's the fake baby's easier. Fake baby's easier, but I can't do it, any It becomes of those. like a backpack. It's, it's a baby pack. It's you like can pack the, stuff inside it. It's too dishonest. It's like bringing in fake mustaches for the free swag. Can't do it. But look, there's if there's one thing they're not going to search and question, it's a fake baby. If it's fake, they're going to question it. If they notice no, they're it's not going to Oh, you have a you very quiet baby. You put like a little transistor in there that has a little transmitter and it has, you know, a recording of a baby crying that's like a, you know, a 30 minute loop that you can just press it and it like, it's, it's that's easy, that's an easy circuit to build. You could do that with a little speaker. It would be, it would easily fit inside the fake baby and then you could have plenty of room for your salad dressings and all your other, you know, accoutrement in there. At this point, I would rather stand in line and go to my regular seats. That sounds like a lot of work. This is this is really you know that there are people like at Disney World who do this kind of stuff, right? Oh yeah, especially to get to the head of the line fake, for um, yes. for rides. Yes, yes, fake they put somebody in a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's see, those that's people, just wrong. Talk about a removed situation. Special those people need circle. to be removed yes. from yeah. special circle somewhere very yes, warm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, we're joking when we say, "Yeah, let's bring a wheelchair every 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 yeah. just to get into the ADA gates." The seats yes, are Yes, I would never joke okay, about but, people with disabilities. But look, the, people need those seats, so obviously we're not doing Absolutely. that. But anyway, it was right. an interesting game. With fake babies. Fake babies, yes. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. I mean, first off, there's no babies out there that are going to listen to this and complain, so eat it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's all I have to say. I've done, I did a lot of things over these two weeks, but nothing. I've already, you know, taken up, mon- monopolized some time. What about anything going on? with you over these two weeks um if you have gotten anything in the mail this week then you know what i have been doing for at least the last week (laughs) my house turned into a post office and thankfully that came before the snow because i'd never see it again because no no (laughs) mailman would come up this driveway right now you'd find it in two weeks Mm -hmm. now did you get the opportunity to go to the post office in that process uh, yes, I had the privilege of visiting the post office many times. Yeah. I literally went to two different post offices because the first one that quoted me the shipping, shipping has gone up considerably mm-hmm. in the last two years. Considerably. Yeah. And so I go to one post office and they give me a quote on like, because I take samples of the two sizes of package that I had to mail. And one of them was, you know, this and the other one was that. And so I go to another post office and the other post office, which is not a UPS store, because I went to those two and went to a FedEx slash Kinko's. And the FedEx Kinkos and UPS were much more expensive, you know, because they got to put some overhead on it. Uh, I understand that. And they were, they right, that's, I mean, that's their business. So I understood that. So I was like, okay, I can't do that. That's way too expensive. So I went to the second post office thinking, you know, this is closer to my house. I should be able to go to this one and it'll be the same price. It was more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, how in the world is a government organization, the United States Postal Service, how is it different pricing? In two different locations within, like, you know, three miles of each other. It didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So. It's one of my favorite so pastimes, going to the post office. <laughs> it was actually not as bad as I expected it to be. I, I always have a good experience, and I love the way they smell. I don't know what it is about the post office. You love but the way I, post offices smell? I do. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of, just a weird quirk of mine, I guess. I was in have the post office yesterday. you being a mail carrier? 
Uh, yeah. I did not sniff the post office. I next time I go, I will make an effort to sniff the post office. I, I smell everything. I, had and a, I didn't notice anything. I had a strange interaction with my mailman uh, last week, actually. Um, and I have never spoken to him in the six years that we've lived in this house. So mm-hmm. communicating just to begin with was odd. Um, I, we're in the process of moving. There's a for sale sign out front. And mm-hmm. he comes up to me with specific uh, instructions on what to do. Um, he mentions my wife's name and makes sure that she also mail forwards her with her maiden name. And I was like, I've oh, never wow. spoken to you before. How do you do? No, I mean, I was very impressed, <laughs> but uh, we had a wonderful conversation. Uh, nice. I wish I feel like we've missed out on, you know, a yeah. lot of good quality time together over the last six <laughs> years. Misconnection. Yeah. Me. I live here. You mailman. Right. <laughs> he was being very so. helpful. You just never know. Yeah, that's cool. Always talk yeah. to strangers. That's my motto. I, believe me, I Always honestly before I I it's funny that you say that because before the last few weeks when I had to go in out in as, as I said before out amongst the people to mm-hmm. you know mail stuff and get stuff printed at like staples and stuff, I was like, yeah, this is you know talking to people is because I think what has happened in my past few years of working you know primarily from home or like at a show when I'm on a stage or something like that I don't really interact with people that I don't know all that much and so what has happened is the internet has warped my brain to where okay interacting with people I don't know is a mistake <laughs> because if you do that on inter- on social media you see some insane stuff and some of it's funny but most people seem crazy but what I hap- what happened to me in the last few weeks going out and doing this is that it is super interesting to talk to people you don't know. Highly recommend it. Absolutely. See, where were you two when I went to the subway and got a sandwich and the gentleman next to me was eyeing me and telling me I had nice running shoes and I pretended to get a phone call? (laughs) Maybe if you guys would have said talking to people you don't know is interesting, I would have, you know, made up the fake story that that you and Claire suggested I do. That's the go-to, absolutely. If just go with it, just roll with it. Whatever they say, if they say, because look, with people you know or people that you're meeting that you know actually you're going to have some sort of you know relationship with, mm-hmm. you, you you know be honest. But for people that like you're you're likely to never see them again in your life. It's true. Just roll with whatever, like whatever story they say, just laugh at it. Whatever you know, comment they make. You know, if they say, "Hey, have you heard of you know about this thing?" Just be like. If it's even sort of remotely, you know, familiar to you, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let them just, they just want to talk. They, they just want people to hear totally. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's absolutely what I've discovered. You could be sitting across from the most interesting person you've ever met. Yeah. So any. Just listen. Yes, and everything. Any <laughs> chance interaction, in my opinion, is always an opportunity for a fun experience. And it might be absolutely. one of the best parts of that person's day. Absolutely. Spoken I, like a I true always, extrovert, Sean. Well, yes, I. I Hey, I will say this. I always thought my dad was crazy because he'd be like, I just want to go and, you know, hang out at the mall and just talk to people just as as they walk by or whatever. Yeah. Or just he's he's people watching and people, you know, interacting. He's he's very much. I was like, I'm, that's not me at all. Mm-hmm. What I've discovered is that I'm turning into my dad. <laughs> well, you're getting so. a bedroom on the main next time. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a master on the main <laughs> master on the main. Yeah. I'm I'm going to people watch and like just talk to strangers and just get into random conversations because it's super interesting and you never know, you know, and it might make somebody's day. But also I get some crazy, interesting story out of it that, you know, it's 
it's stuff you can't make up. It's fun, it's funny or it's interesting or they tell something that I'm like, oh yeah, I actually do remember that. And you, it's 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 cool. Just talk to people, so, interact with people off of social media on a regular basis. People you don't you don't know. I could I can now highly recommend that. Yep, so, give it a give it a try. So the gentleman in Subway we did establish made me feel he was creepy. He made me feel uncomfortable. But I now can take up the you know I can take up the habit of having fake babies and fake stories. So that's good. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just imagine all the cool stuff you could make up about a fake baby when people <laughs> ask you about the baby. But it probably is not the smartest thing to do to have the fake baby and then pull the fake baby like cradle to my chest and then pull the fake baby down to the person and say, "Have you met my daughter?" Cuz that <laughs> might that might be a little strange. Well, I think you should have it made where you can pull the head off and drink out of the body. Ooh. So you do that, do that, and see what see what oh, looks you get. Good lord, that might be a good st- <laughs> place to stop. <laughs> this is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should have been what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you, it's a quiz. Well, yes, it is a quiz from Quizmaster Bob Walsh. He wrote he wrote this one quite a while ago. We skipped ahead. We we went out of order. We took these Quizlets out of order. Mm. So I think this is actually Quizlet number two, written back in October. This is the That Guy, That Girl quiz, which I think we've referenced before, but we've never taken the quiz. So I will read what Bob says. Mm-hmm. In episode 96, Jason made the comment that quiz 11 could have been a that guy or that gal quiz. Don't remember that at all. N- never wanted to shy away from a challenge. I constructed this quizlet around character actors or actresses and, actors- and actresses, that guy or that gal whose face we recognize, but whose name is sometimes elusive. Hmm. Okay. So he's saying here that this is a new format, but... You know, that's not new to us since we took it out of order, but I will repeat the format. Each question describes three different roles played by the same actor or actress. You have to choose the correct actor or actress from the choices provided. Bonus points if you can name the described movies or TV shows in which the okay. actor or actress was featured. And he says, because new formats are sometimes confusing for Jason, I have provided an example. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will take an example of a new format that we have already taken several quizzes on. Example, which of these three has been a troll, a baseball scout, and a middle school teacher? A, Tom Cruise, B, Chris Brown, C, Justin Timberlake. Okay, obviously you know that one. J- yes, it's my boy. So one for one, we got one. <laughs> So he said you would get KJ would get the answer and all three bonus points because she would choose Timberlake and she would know that JT voiced the part of Branch and Trolls was a scout in mm-hmm. trouble with the curve and taught middle school in bad teacher. Have you seen Trolls? Trolls is the only one of those three I have not seen. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it, and I have kids. Big I have seen big it. hit with the nieces right now. Ex- oh, ex- oh really? Excess- excessive, perhaps. <laughs> I will say that song is very popular among people that I know. Mm-hmm. That, that song he did for Can't that. Stop the Feeling? Yeah. I can stop the feeling. 
for that song. <laughs> okay, number one. Which of these three moved into a haunted house with her husband and child, abandoned a child at Christmas, and owned a Norwich terrier <laughs> named Winky? A. Shelley Duvall. B. Catherine O'Hara. C. Reese Witherspoon. I know this because of the third clue. And Bob is trolling you with the very first one. <laughs> Why? And I'm so glad that this question has brought us together again today. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how he's trolling you. <laughs> first off, I will say that these are not that girl or that guy level character actors. Well, these are, yeah. These are famous people. Really that famous knows. people. There's, this is not character actors. I mean, these are not. Shelley Duvall hasn't really done anything in a long, long, long time. But, but everybody knows who she is because of two movies. Mm-hmm. I don't Wendy. know who that she I, that is. I can think of. Darling? Who is she? Who is Shelley Duvall? Yeah, I only know Robert Duvall. Okay, I don't think they're related. No. Okay. <laughs> is it possible Duv- that when he wrote, when he, when these actors were in the movies described, they were character actors, and they weren't big at the time. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. So, sorry, you were going to tell me. Shelley hasn't been she... anything in, what, 20 years, maybe? 15 that, e- I, that I know of. Easily. You were going to tell me who she is. Have you seen The Shining? Yes. Is that all I need? That's all you should okay. need to know right there. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen... The Robin Williams Popeye. No. Good pull. That's the only two that I know her from. Mm-hmm. So she's not the correct answer. Mm-mm. No. And is Bob trolling her? Is, are we gonna, am I going to find out why Bob's trolling Jason with that first one? I think it's more you. Oh, he's trolling me. <laughs> That's I right. I thought you meant he was trolling. I, I thought you said he was trolling Jason. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. No, it's uh, maybe if we give that, maybe if we give our guess, which is the actual answer. Yes. Um, and then we can. This is very subtle. This is very subtle. <laughs> I had well, to read I, it. I mean, obviously, you know who Reese Witherspoon is. Yeah, and I don't think she's the correct answer. She is one hundred percent not the correct answer, Catherine and also O'Hara. not a character actress. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Neither is JT. No. Everybody knows who he is. He's not, he's he's a musician slash actor. Although in Bob's defense, he did say, "Note to KJ: This example is merely illustrative and not meant to suggest that JT is in the category of that guy." Yeah, n- neither of any neither are any of these three people: Shelley Duvall, Catherine O'Hara, Reese Witherspoon. Not for my generation, at least. So the answer is Catherine O'Hara. That is correct. Correct. Now. Now bonus points. <laughs> okay. We're going to name these. I, the second one, I'm not 100% sure about. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What am I talking about? Of course yes. you are. Yeah, okay. I just had to think alone. for a second. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. Okay. The third one, which is the reason I got it right off, without question, I know you have seen this. Hey, well, Guess how happened? much I can bench press. Yeah. <laughs> oh, best in show. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go get Busy Bee. Yes. <laughs> it's her and uh, it's her and Eugene Levy together, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. I don't know yes. the first one. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> guess, oh, is it guess Beetlejuice? The first movie. <laughs> yes, there you go. And that's why I'm being trolled. 
correct. Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and I don't know the first This was one. a good okay. decision. Yeah, yeah, this was... I did... Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Bob. So I think we that totally really nailed good. number one. Yeah, we totally got it. Yeah. Uh, on on to number two. Which of these three commanded a submarine, has been the head of the FBI's behavioral analysis unit, and was the first American to travel into space? A. Ed Harris, B. Sam Neill, C. Scott Glenn. Okay, so Ed Harris, I don't consider a character actor, but the other two, I don't uh-uh. know who they are. So Sam Neill, Scott Glenn, also not character actors. Scott Glenn, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. he's on the edge. Sam Neill, uh, Jurassic Park, isn't that him? Yes. Yeah, he's the main paleontologist in Jurassic Park. They're not character actors to you guys because you know all of them. He's playing. He's trying to play a trick on us too, because yes, he is. Ed Harris, Apollo thirteen. Yes. Not traveling into space. Right. So one would think that we dump him. Right. Sam Neill also has been in space. I cannot remember the name of the movie, but Lawrence Fishburne is in it, and it's terrifying. Uh, Event Horizon? That's it. Yes. That is is a movie, though, if you watch it now, as as compared to, like, when you were a kid. The first time you saw it, right. The first time you see it as a kid, like, because it was, like, like late 90s, mid-90s, maybe before that. It was, like... The most horrific thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yes, but now you watch it and you're like, it's then the effects have aged and all this stuff, and it's like it's funny mm-hmm. now. But anyway, who um, uh, who is Sam Neill? Uh, somebody give he's me the a, lead guy in Jurassic Park. I, I don't. He's, I don't. Doctor uh, Alan Grant. I suppose yes. I should oh, say that I have not pull. seen Jurassic Park. What else has Sam Neill been in? Let me think. Somebody give me a verbal sketch, like a sketch artist, right now of Sam Neill. <laughs> Sam Neill is, he's very much... You've seen Jurassic Park, right? No, I just said, I, I don't know if I should oh, admit boy. it. I haven't seen Jurassic Park. Oh my Park. gosh. Oh boy. <laughs> it never interested me. And you it's know, the other movie. thing it's that a, I get it confused with is they movie. both start with J's. I always think Jurassic Park is Jumanji. <laughs> have you seen Jumanji? I have. How can you have seen Jumanji and not Jurassic Park? It's basically from the same era. I don't know. Just luck of the draw, I guess. So, Sam Neill is... I guess he is he a that guy to you. Yeah. He's, he's been in a bit of Horizon, Jurassic guy. Park. So is Scott um, Glenn. I feel like we're missing a bunch. Maybe he's been in some television, too. But Probably. I can't think of any other movies off the top of my head that he's been in. No, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's a famous actor. He, he absolutely is. Is he from Australia? He, it's Australia, Ireland, or New Zealand. It's one of those. Oh, oh, oh! I know. He might be from Netflix. New Zealand. Do you watch uh, the Peaky Blinders? Yes, I've heard of it. He's I have the not seen it. he's the um, uh, what is he? He's like the detective that hounds them all in the first like season. Okay. Uh, is that the show with? I can uh, picture him. Killian Murphy. In yes. It? Yes. Okay, I've never seen it, but I see it pop up on Netflix like the little picture of it all the time and it's usually that guy mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't i couldn't tell you anything he's been in right off the top of my head though okay well sure i can, we can kind of picture up. that detective it's been a number of years since i've seen season one of peaky blinders okay bob will probably give us the you know the dissertation and the biography on everybody when we get there so let's but let's see if we can answer the question okay so that kind of eliminates him too mm, i'm not ready to let go of him yet okay. well, i have the answer there here. Is... It's Scott Glenn. Because the first American to travel into space was John Glenn, 
and his brother Scott, his son Scott Glenn played him. Boom. Is that true? Is he really his son? You just made that up. Yeah. But it the sounded from good, Backdraft? Right? This is the guy from Backdraft. Scott Glenn? Yeah, he's the, like the villain. Yeah. Uh, what I, I couldn't name any. He is, he is, he is, I, I would, I'm going to say he is a that guy because I can't name he's anything else he's guy. been in. Also, Sam Neill, though, Sam Neill was in, I'm not ready to let go of Sam Neill because okay. he also fits in the number one on this, I think. The I'm not sure about the commanded part, but he was on a submarine in a movie. Oh, my gosh. Which one? You, the you, the. I think it was Hunt for Red October. Oh, okay. I think he was, he might have been the Russian or he was, he was in, I remember him in that movie. Or my brain is maybe piecing this together the wrong way, but I feel like he was in he was in Hunt for Red October. Well, what about the head of the FBI's behavioral analysis unit? Are we sure this isn't TV? Like, um, could have been CSI, New York or something. I feel like all of these guys could be the answer. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know. the answer because I don't even know who Scott Glenn is. And Sam Neill is very, uh, very blurry for me. I do know Ed Harris, though. I, would, I don't I think it's I got that him. going for me. You don't think it's Ed Harris? I don't think it's Ed Harris. I'm leaning no, toward... What am I thinking? Um, in, in Humphrey Red October, Sean Connery was commanding the Russian submarine, right? He was yes. commanding one of so them. So I, I, I think Sam Neill was commanding um, a different one. Okay. So that would, you're going with Sam Neill, aren't you? Because I can't think of anything that, and I know, um, I don't know. Okay, I know. I I'm know. really like, but we couldn't. Could we couldn't remember more than two uh, Sam Neill movies, right? So that qualifies <laughs> yeah. him as. But a I bad feel guy. like Ed Harris. You could probably reel off like seven, maybe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Ed Harris is the type of actor that would be the head of the FBI's behavioral analysis unit. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And he was in the right stuff, so he was part of that. And he was also think, in, wasn't Ed Harris I think Scott in, Glenn was in the right stuff, too. Wasn't in, that, that's wasn't the Ed movie Harris where they go the, to space, right? Yes. I think... That's the Apollo mission one mm-hmm. with, where they're running around with... The only part, and the stupid thing is, the only part of that movie I remember that I can recall the scene is where they're running around with the enema bags. <laughs> I think Ed Harris was in Apollo 13. Wasn't he in Apollo 13, the Houston We Have a Problem movie? Yeah. Was he on the, was he in space though? I don't remember. Did you say Ed Harris or Sam Neill? Ed Harris. Yeah, Ed Harris was the mission commander. He was the like mission control commander. So he did not go to space. Okay, well then he's not the answer. Mm -mm. All right, let's go with Sam Neill. I can't. I'm trying to think of what space movie he would have been in. If this is that guy, the other one seems more of a that guy. Yeah, Scott. So Glenn. you're going with Scott. Glenn. I think. I think. Right. Yeah, I'm going to lean with Sean. Well, Sam. like I said, it's it's John Glenn's son, so it's probably the right answer. <laughs> Perfect. You had it right from the beginning. Why do we have to go through that all? <laughs> I don't know. You know, argument. Okay, number three. Which of these three was a fighter pilot with the call sign Jester? Was mm-hmm. killed by Rico on planet P. And lost a fight to Mr. Miyagi. A. Michael Ironside. B. Tom Skerritt. C. Patrick Muldoon. Okay. Patrick Muldoon is definitely a that guy to me because mm-hmm. I can't think of anything he's been in, but I recognize So his is name. Tom it, Skerritt? 
It's not Tom Skerritt. It's not Tom. No, Skerritt. but he's a that guy. I know the really? answer to this one. I think Tom Skerritt's a that guy. Mm, Michael Ironside know. might even be a that guy. It's I one can't of those things where picture you picture him at all. I, I don't necessarily think of that guy as only being character actors. I think of him as being you know the face very well, but you cannot name his name. Yeah. So I know all three of these faces. Mm-hmm. However, or I don't. Could, rem- or or put it or put it this way: you could confuse their name yes. with another actor's name that is similar. Yes, which is and you can't and you could reason. Most people would reasonably say would would be split on which guy's name goes with which. Mm-hmm. Well, face. this so is the genesis this is really... of this quiz. I think this is why he wrote it because I got Bill yeah. Paxton and Bill Pullman confused. <laughs> Never do that ever. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: Bill Paxton. The only actor to ever be killed by the Terminator, the Predator, and the Alien. Nice. That's, that's pretty good. Yep. Really important, and I hope it's on his headstone. Rest in peace, that Bill has Paxton. To, yes, yeah. that's awesome. Now, the only way I'd ever get any of this is, A, if there was a jester in Top Gun, or more likely, lost a fight to Mr. Miyagi. So that's why he's tricking us, because Rico is talking about aliens, correct? Or alien. Uh, I don't know Planet what that is. Planet P, I think, is Starship Oh, that's Trooper. Starship Trooper. But yes. I know the answer to Tom Skerritt was Because I know who Jester is. And okay. it's not Top Gun, right? I think it is Top Gun. Okay. Yeah. But I could be wrong. But, but I don't... Um, who lost a fight to Miyagi? Karate well, Kid see, 1 th- or 2? Because I don't remember any see, of these I guys think... in, in the Karate Kid. Does the guy from the Cobra fight him? I can't remember. Do they get in an altercation? <laughs> uh, see, I don't, I don't. Okay, maybe, maybe it's Jester from another movie because Jester in Top Gun is Michael Ironside. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, if you know that, then Michael Ironside maybe lost a fight to Mr. Miyagi. I'm trying to think, though, because I thought that was... Okay, this is just a complete guess. I feel like the guy who was the head of the Cobra Kai, not Johnny, but the, the adult right. who was leading the... I feel like that might be Patrick Muldoon. No, he had, he had a head of hair on him. I, he looked more to me like a Gibbs... Uh, I don't know who Patrick Muldoon is, is what I'm saying. Isn't Patrick Muldoon... No, I shouldn't even ask because it'll be another trolling situation, probably. Okay, here's the other thing is... Is is Bob possibly talking about the Top Gun remake? And is there a gesture in that that's coming out? Oh, I don't think he'd do that to us. Patrick Muldoon, isn't he the dude that's bald and he's in, like, Star Trek? Oh, no. Who's that? <laughs> That is Patrick Stewart. Oh, criminy. Oh, <laughs> I told you. Oh, boy. See, that guy. Patrick Muldoon qualifies as a that guy. Yeah, totally, because I, I, I have no idea who it is. I know, it's not, I know he's not Captain Jean-Luc Picard, okay. but I have no idea who it is. So I take it back that I recognize all three of these faces. Yes. Obviously Michael, Ironside, Michael Ironside, you definitely know. Have you seen Total Recall, the original yes. with Schwarzenegger? Yep. yep. He's the, one of the bad guys. He is um, Sharon Stone's actual husband in the movie. That's chasing down Schwarzenegger. Spoilers for Total Recall if you haven't seen yeah, that. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> and he was in charge and he was in Starship Troopers. But see, these are tricky because I feel like multiple actors have been in these movies. He's trying to trick us because I think you're right about Top Gun and Tom Skerritt was in Top Gun, but he was not a pilot at that point. Mm. Uh, Tom Skerritt was the leader of the was, thing. I think yeah. he was, um, he wasn't Jester. He was, um, yeah. he was the boss guy. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of the guy's name. I can't think of his call sign though. Maverick, Goose, Iceman, Jester. And he was um, killed by an alien for the second question. So he's leading us down correct. a path. But yeah. it's not, not Tom sure Skerritt is what you're saying. Karate I'm going with skills. Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Okay. I, I'm good with that. Yeah, because the dude that, that played Johnny's, the, the leader of, what what did you call the... the well, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. He looks what do you more... Mean, what did I call him? That's their name. Yeah. He looks more like Kurt Russell to me. Like, he had a head of hair and mustache and dimples. Is that what Patrick Muldoon looks like? No, okay. I don't think. All right, I, I, that could be Patrick Muldoon. I don't know. Okay, I really don't. Know. That's the one. That's the. That's the. You know, the wrench in this is I don't know who Patrick Muldoon is. I could not. I don't. I can't see what he looks like or anything. Well, I already I've told heard his you. Name he's before. the bald, bald guy from Star Trek. Oh yeah, from Star Trek. Well, so that's not him. Okay. Uh, and Tom Scarrett. I mean, you know who I Tom definitely Scarrett know is. him. He's the guy from Picket Fences. Good yeah. pull. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, very good. Which I never saw a single episode of. Okay, here's my other question. They remade Karate Kid with Jackie Chan and Will Smith Jr. Who That's right. Was was Jackie Chan called Mr. Miyagi in that remake? I don't know. And if so, were any of these guys the other? You're the, stuck you know, on the remake. The, the villain. I say all of these movies have been remade. I think they remade. Well, maybe not Starship Troopers, but definitely um, Top Gun is being remade, and Karate Kid has already been remade. So. So we're going with Michael Ironside, we think? We're confident, we think? Make it, make it so. No, because I can't. Th- I, he was definitely in Starship Troopers. I think he got killed by Rico. Rico, who I think was, um, was that Casper Van Diem or was that the... Yeah, right? Was Rico, I think. Mm-hmm. Or was, because wasn't, wasn't Johnny from Karate Kid in Starship Troopers too? Or is that just, he looked like that guy? Oh, that guy. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's another that that is a definitely a that guy. Well, the only time I ever remember Miyagi getting in a fight was not an actual karate fight. It was like in a bar or something, or somebody was some bullies were attacking. Oh yeah, they 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 had they had um, Ralph Macchio cornered at the beach, and didn't Miyagi come in and save him? It was when they jumped over the fence after the Halloween. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Oh, he beat the crap out of those teenagers. Yeah. I mean, that's that's but, that's what goes unseen. And that's unsaid in Karate Kid is this 40, 50 year old guy, karate expert. Yeah. Beats so, the crap out of a bunch of 16, 17 year old Maybe kids. Michael Ironside was among those teenagers. Uh, I would be shocked because he's old. OK, well, then we don't we're back to square one. Let's he's just like pick Mr. Miyagi one. age. I mean, he's not. I mean, he wasn't old then, but I mean, he 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 would. I think he would be too old to play a teenager, but I could be wrong. Okay, Michael Ironside. Sure. All right, number four. Which of these three was an angel, a woman with frosty powers, and an ancient magician? A, I wish Kate I had Jackson. frosty powers. Yeah, what are yeah. frosty powers? Oh, I think Make, I know the answer. A, Kate a Jackson. Let it go. B, Let yes. Go. B, Tilda Swinton, and C, Adina Menzel. Yeah. Did I say that right, John Travolta? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Not according to Travolta. You I couldn't remember what he said, but. So I don't know Adina Menzel for anything besides Frozen. 
Which would well, be I mean, a woman a famous, with frosty powers. She's famous Broadway, Broadway yeah. actress. Well, right, yeah. right. And wasn't she in Wicked? Was she yes. the uh, she the Good Witch? Uh, she was whatever Chenoweth wasn't. Chenoweth was the Good Witch, so Chenoweth. she must have been the um, e- Witch of the East. Green face. The green face one. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's her. The Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. And you I know who Kate Jackson is. Um. Who's Kate Jackson? I don't think so. She's one of the original Charlie's Angels. Oh, sure. And oh. Tilda Swinton, I know who she is. Yes, actress who is basically, could possibly be an alien. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, if you're talking aliens are among us, she's in plain sight. <laughs> so Adina Menzel's the answer Great here, right? Well... I don't think it's... I think he's tricky. He's been so tricky on these. Tilda Swinton like, was the... Uh, villain, ice queen, whatever, yeah. in the Narnia movies. Mm. Yep. She was and no Jackson, angel in um, what's what's that movie with Clooney? Michael Clayton. Right, she was no angel in that. Wait, she's an ancient magi- uh, magician though in Doctor Strange. Oh, strange, oh, that's yeah. true. Or Strange Love. It, what is it, Doctor Strange? Or what's the? Cumberbatch superhero. Yeah. Is it, it Doctor Strange? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Sounds when right was she an angel? Mm. She could have been in all kinds of stuff, yeah. though. She looks, I mean, like I said, she, you're talking about Tilda Swinton, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she could have been in anything. She's in a bunch of movies that I've never heard of. Oh, I see. She's that kind if of Kate actor. Jackson is one of the Charlie's Angels, that would fit with was an angel. Correct. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. But how but much work take, has she gotten since then? Um, <laughs> mostly TV, I'm going to guess, because she wasn't really a movie movie star, but she's like been on all kinds of TV shows, like through the 80s and 90s, I think. I get the sense she... that Tilda Swinton's been in like 30 movies just in the last five to six years. This is correct. So she could be the answer. And... But it also could be uh, Adina Menzel, because she's in a bunch of like Broadway shows that I have no idea about. Yeah. Well, Tilda Swinton's been in some animated stuff too hasn't she she could have played an angel Ooh, in one of those good point yes with a voiceover actress i'm gonna say it's all three of them because <laughs> i don't know perfect i'll go with tilda yeah. kate jackson sneaky best charlie's angel if it's who i'm picturing i would agree i have no idea you need to look up kate jackson <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay, number Noted. five. Final question. Which of these three was a dark-clad figure on a South Pacific island, was a gunrunner for the IRA, and is currently an LAPD homicide detective? A, Titus Welliver. B, Chris O'Donnell. C, Cole Meany. Chris O'Donnell, not a that guy. Chris O'Donnell. Definitely not a yeah, that guy. He's a, he's a name. He's a face I know. Titus Welliver, mm-hmm. I know. Cole Meany, I don't know. Titus Welliver, I don't know. Titus Welliver is Bosch, LAPD homicide detective. Currently, new season starts April 19th on Amazon. I have never seen that show. Love it. I know who it is, though. No, that you say, I know is I recognize. I've seen the previews, yeah. not the previews, but the pictures on like is it Amazon? Amazon. So you said, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but Chris O'Donnell <laughs> is also an LAPD homicide detective, isn't he? On one of those CSIs. Uh, yeah, it's so on NCIS. NCIS. Hello, uh, Cool J. Yes. yes. I don't know who Colmini is, together. but that sounds like an Irish name. 
You should know Cole Meany. He hangs he? out with your friend Patrick Muldoon on the Enterprise. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> There's all sorts of the needs of the many. Uh, I definitely don't know who Cole Meany is. <laughs> you do if you saw his face, you would know. Does him. anybody know dark clad figure on a South Pacific island? <laughs> what that might be referring to? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know. No, yes. I don't have no idea. <laughs> Gunrunner for the is, IRA. Is he, is he, was he the smoke monster on Lost? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> I don't know. These, I've never they seen do that seem show. to be all TV. Never all, seen Lost. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I think you would like it, Sean. Oh my gosh! We've talked about this, Jason. We're gonna take a break right now, and I'll walk, go watch Lost together, and then come back and finish the podcast. <laughs> um, See, wasn't that great? Except it was for the a very sled. End? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rosebud. Um, yeah, call Meanie. Um, have you ever seen Con Air? Yes. I don't know. One of the greatest 1995 to 1997 awful, amazing movies yes. of that time that, frame. That with run of Con heavy Air. Heavy electric guitars and loud yes. explosions. The Con best. Air, Face Off, and The Rock. Yes. Uh, that Cage made back to back to back, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he had a nice run there. Yeah, that was. Oh. That's a. That's a dumb, great dumb movie or, you know, good, bad movie, however you want to view it. It's Perfect. not, it's not, you know, cinematic, you know, masterpiece, but it's awesome entertainment. There's um, a podcast about Con Air. Side, really? Side note. I don't want to, you know, hijack the current one that we're <laughs> no, 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 no. performing on. <laughs> hijack away. So make a note of that. Hijack. I see what you did. Hijack. Yay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. um, you have John Cusack after you. So <laughs> Calm Meanie is the guy who is yelling at Cusack most of the movie. Oh, that guy. That guy, that yeah. Guy. And was on Star Trek, was, was an engineer, I think. He's, I remember him wearing like the yellow uniform or maybe the red or the blue. That was stupid because I just named them all. But um, he was, I think he worked in engineering on the Enterprise he with definitely uh, did. Jordi LaForge, yeah. Yeah, he definitely okay. I can't think of anything else he's been in, but he's, he's, he's definitely a that guy. Oh, yes. Hmm. So this could be, and I think he is Irish. Yep. Well, that name. Well, so is O'Donnell, yeah. and. But no, no, no. I'm talking about like for real Irish. So is O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell is not. What isn't he Irish? <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean he's not definitely he's Irish. Definitely I think Irish. Jason means like you know first Born generation, and raised in Ireland. Is <laughs> oh, what I'm talking I see. About. <laughs> okay. Like from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Chris O'Donnell is not from Ireland. No, he's not. He's probably from That's California, I mean. where his brother develops golf clothing. I'm going to say he's from the Midwest because he seems right. Midwestern. He's Midwestern? I'm going to guess oh, okay. and say he's Midwestern. He just seems like he's got that Midwestern, you know, sensibility to him. Um, I couldn't tell you uh, anything else he's been in, though, except for like... Um, Batman. Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. the terrible one, with uh, Clooney, right? I think. Yes. I don't know. It's either Clooney or Kilmer. No, I, think he was, I think it's the Clooney one. I think he's in both. Oh, okay. He was Sorry, in some me. awful romantic comedy with, I yes. think, Reese Witherspoon. Was it Reese? Oh, no, no, in... no, no, no. Um, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, that could be any. He's in Fried yeah. Green Tomatoes for about seven minutes. Okay. Uh, he's in uh, Sin of a Woman. He's the, oh, yeah. He's the guy that plays op- opposite Pacino. That's the only things I can think of him. But he's definitely, he's not a that guy to me, though, because he is, you say his name and I immediately know who he mm-hmm. is. Right. Okay, let's go with Titus Welliver then. 
Sure. What else has he been in? Though? I don't know. I couldn't tell you what he. I don't even know his face. Uh, um, I only know him because you said he plays Bosch. He plays the main he character, plays right? Bosch, Harry Bosch. Okay. Uh, I I can definitely Harry see Bosch. him. Harry, well, it's him. It's him. Yeah. It's definitely him. He was him. a gun runner for the IRA. I can see that. He was in Lost. He was. Yes. Okay. I feel pretty sure, certain he was. Titus Welliver is the answer. Okay, yes, his name that. is Harry Bosch, but it's really Hieronymus Bosch. He goes by Harry, Sean. Hmm. I'd lose that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I couldn't the, tell you what Gunrunner movie he was in. Oh, no. I couldn't. Was he in, um, what's the one with um, uh, Jonah Hill and the other guy? Jonah Hill. Moneyball. No, they're, they're <laughs> running the guns Greek. to like the, uh, Bradley Cooper's in it. Jonah Hill was in a gun runner movie? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I missed this one. Gosh, what I is don't know that, that called? One. It's good. You should watch it. I wish I had a title for you. I'm going to say it's that one, that that's the answer. Okay. All right, so let's go through <laughs> these answers. Um, okay. The first one was the choices of Shelley Duvall, Catherine O'Hara, or Reese Witherspoon. It was indeed Catherine O'Hara. Yes, that's the one I was most certain about in all of these. And most satisfied with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice one, Bob. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara was Winona Ryder's mom in Beetlejuice, 1988. Mm-hmm. Kevin's mom in Home Alone, 1990. And the formerly promiscuous Cookie Fleck in Best in Show, 2000. Yes. Shelley Cookie. moved into a haunted hotel with her family in The Shining, 1980. The mm-hmm. part of Bruiser, Reese's dog in Legally Blonde, was played by Mooney, a chihuahua. Who's cool. Mooney? Cool. <laughs> oh, he's just adding that in. Okay. Yeah. He's basically saying that all of these, or the, at least these first three, and I think for the rest of them, we kind of hinted at this, that I feel like multiple names could be in at least one or maybe even two mm-hmm. of these, mm-hmm. but only one fits. These these are tricky. They were. This is this is good. I like this. Number two choices, Ed Harris, Sam Neill, or Scott Glenn. The answer was did we Scott Glenn. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Sean. Scott that was guy. Bart Mancuso, commander of the USS Dallas in the Hunt for Red October. Oh. 1990. What? I'll, I'll wait for Bob to finish. I'll wait for you to finish reading Bob's explanations, but I think well, I'm pretty sure Sam Bob's. Neal was in. These are my explanations. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jodie Foster's yeah. boss, Jack Crawford in Silence of the Lambs, 1990. Yes, oh, that's yes. right. We should have got oh, that. Oh, and Alan Shepard. He's definitely a that guy. In The Right Stuff, 1983. Yep. So it, I remember him in that. Ed played John Glenn. Ed Harris played John Glenn in The Right Stuff. Mm-hmm. Sam was Sean Connery's father. second in command in Red October. Oh, second in command. See, I knew he was on a submarine. So I'm sure Scott- this is just an oversight, but... Does not say that he was John Glenn's son. Right. Number three. Details. Yeah. Michael Ironside, (laughs) Tom Skerritt, and Patrick Muldoon were the choices. The answer, Michael Ironside. Nice. Was Jester, a flight instructor in Top Gun, 1986. Mm -hmm. You had that, Jason. I'm sure Bob is going to tell us who I can't think of, which is Tom Skerritt's call sign. Uh, I don't see that. Um, Oh. Dallas. Yes. Yes, he does tell us. (laughs) Later. Was Casper Van Deen's high school teacher and later squadron commander in Starship yeah. Troopers, 1997. This How is, about that name, Paul, right there? This is mm-hmm. unreal. Oh, my God. And played the malevolent <laughs> Colonel Dugan, who was bested by Pat Morita at the end of The Next Karate Kid. 19- the Next, the new one. See? Yep. That's why I didn't know what he was. I'm like, this can't be Karate no, wait, Kid wait, 1. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, was that 
or was that the Hillary Swank one? It was from 1994, if that gives you any clue. Yep, that's the Hillary, that's the Hillary Swank one, uh, I think, I'm pretty I sure. I did not see that, not going to see that. Oh, wow, I did not see that either. That's why I don't remember him in that movie. Um, Patrick played the spineless starship pilot in Troopers. Tom was also a flight instructor in Top Gun, but his call sign was Viper. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Very good. You guys nailed it. Uh-oh. So Patrick Muldoon was in... Um, starship Troopers? I, I'm going to look him up right now. I'm going to Google this guy's... Just to get a picture of him, because I have no idea who this is. I've heard his name. Nope, I don't recognize him either. Let me look up his IMDb. This is intriguing podcasting. Says he's known for Starship Troopers, Melrose Place, and Days of Our Lives. Wow. That's why I don't wait, know. That's why wait, we do wait, not what? know Patrick Muldoon. Yeah, he's a soap opera guy, it looks like. Melrose Place and Days of Our Lives. Yeah. <laughs> I should know him. Have you seen Melrose Place? <laughs> oh. Yes. Never. I've never Sp- watched it. Spin off of 90210. You bet I saw it. I didn't even watch 90210. Um, well, and I used to watch save days, that quiz for another day, KJ. I used to I watch Days of Our side Lives. Side conversation. Too. My grandmother was addicted to Days of Our Lives, so when I would go over to her house, that's what we watched. All right. I think we know what the next uh, quiz is going to be. Please there, no. <laughs> okay. R.I.P. Luke Perry. <laughs> Number four is Kate Jackson, Tilda Swinton, or Dina Menzel. The answer: Tilda Swinton. Nice. Mm. I don't even remember what we said for that one. We said Tilda. So I'm going to say, yeah, great, awesome. It is worth noting that Tilda's that gal quality derives from her extraordinary ability to remake herself as evidenced by her playing the angel Gabriel in Constantine 2005. Oh, that's right. Oh, I've never seen that. That's the, a great movie. I've never seen it. The White... Is that... Uh, is that... Um, uh, Kyoto. Uh, Neo, yeah. Yeah. John Wick. Love John Wick. The White yes. Witch in the Can't Chronicles of Narnia, 2005. I think Sean had that. Sean got Turkish that one. Turkish yep. Delight. And the, yes. and the Ancient One <laughs> never seen those movies either. in Doctor Strange, 2016. Yes. Sean also had this that. This is the Sean question. Nailed it. Kate was one of TV's original Charlie's Angels, 1976 uh-huh. to 81. And Adina was the voice of Elsa in Frozen, 2013. Uh, not the voice. Sang the song. Well, Elsa talked. That was uh, Kristen Bell. No. What? She, she was the sister. Oh, okay. So Adina did the acting too? I think so. Well, she must have. Oh. Chris, Kristen Bell, because I follow her on various social media platforms, I love Kristen Bell. Do not say anything bad about Kristen Bell. Anyway, sh- there's no, a new Frozen. Fan. I'm all in. I'm all in for Kristen Bell. I big fan. love Kristen Bell. Anyway, th- yeah. I think there's a new Frozen the, coming what's the, what's out. What's the, the Sarah Marshall. Is that the name of the show? Yes, Sarah Marshall, Ver- hilarious. Veronica Mars. The Good Place. Which I've never see, seen. I've never seen Veronica Mars. I've never Mars. seen Veronica Mars. <laughs> but apparently... I thought you were saying you were a big fan no. of, of that show, and you're like, that I've never seen. No, I was just listing shows that I know she's famous for. Yeah. She's also... You've seen The Good Place, though, right? Oh, yes. I love The Good Place. Yeah. Good Place is really I'm watching really it via good. Netflix, so I'm all, like, a season behind. I'm waiting for them to put the next season up. She was also in a Showtime show called... Something of Lies is in the title, with opposite Don Cheadle. Um, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that I've show, I've seen too. previews for that. I've never seen yep. it. Okay, so number five, the choices were Titus Welliver, Chris O'Donnell, Cole Meany. The answer, Titus mm-hmm. Welliver. Yes. Was the man in black in season five of Lost. Yes. 2004 to 2010. Was an IRA member, Jimmy O'Fallon, selling guns to oh, Ron Perlman's son, motorcycle game. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, for two seasons yes. in Sons of Anarchy. Ah, oh, I didn't... I didn't realize that guy. I didn't realize that was him. Okay. 2008 to 2014. 
and is currently the title character of the L.A. crime drama Bosch. Yeah, look at KJ pulling oh, yeah. the names there. O'Donnell plays a Fed in NCIS L.A., so not a detective, a Fed. I- I'm sorry, I hate to correct Bob, but it's NCIS L.O. Cool J. <laughs> yes. Cole Meany, Chief O'Brien from Star Trek, Next yes. Generation, 1987 mm-hmm. and 94, and Deep Space Nine, 1993 to 1999 has played plenty of Irish villains in between planetary <laughs> jaunts. I wonder if Cole Meany is in Peaky Blinders. Give it time. Yeah. yeah. So I think we pretty much nailed this quiz. We got them all right, didn't we? Yes. I pretty much, I think you mean eviscerated it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and got most of the bonus points even. Mm-hmm. And added extra information like Scott Glenn is John Glenn's son. Right. Exactly. But also didn't play him, was in the movie right. with... Yeah. Somebody playing John Glenn and didn't get the role of John Glenn. Yep. So, I mean, the just more tells you, you know. the level of acting that Ed Harris is at. He's just on a different <laughs> yes. level. Uh, thank you, Bob. That was fun. Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah. He's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents, via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. There's also some Facebook and Snapchat stuff that I don't have time to get into. Oh, and you can leave us a voicemail, 406-905-1912. I wish I knew someone who could write, like, commercial, catchy jingle, you know, to get that phone number stuck in your head. But, you know, so it goes. Since we have some time left, though, I would like to share with you a description of one of our humble sponsor's novels. His suitable Amish wife, a quick start family. When Ellie Stolfus arrives to provide house cleaning and childcare services for her friend's brother, Reuben Miller, the Amish widower is reluctant to agree. But... Smitten with Reuben's young son, Ellie is determined to see the job through. There's no denying Ellie is good for both father and son, but still grieving Reuben won't marry for love again. Can he convince Ellie to be his wife in name only? Do we have any feedback this week? We do have feedback, and actually, we have feedback. From all of our places that we accept feedback, except Ooh. Snapchat. But actually, we have a tweet about Snapchat, so there's that. What about the Did post office? No, post we don't. Office. No, we don't. We don't. Have. I got some feedback from the post office. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the first one is from. It's not as bad as I thought. From the That's evil Facebook. From a Sean Morrissey. Mm-hmm. Fake news. And. Responding to last, I'm not familiar. <laughs> responding, He's one of that guy, that guy, <laughs> that guy, yeah. Responding to last week's announcement that we were off last week, Sean mm-hmm. Morrissey says, "No show, no bracket. This show also stinks." I agree. Speaking of brackets, though, Patrick Smith won the bracket of the the you know that we didn't that do, we didn't do. <laughs> the but competition that we didn't do. Sean Morrissey, I believe, tied for second. Really. Um, Congratulations. You did um, with the... On this non-existent competition. Right. Set of steak knives. Y- yep. You tied for second with the double stuff Oreo bracket, who I'm not sure who it is. I think it's Scott Jenkins. So congratulations, you guys, um, on winning a 
tournament we didn't actually run. Wahoo. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I will hand deliver some items to Patrick, the okay. winner. Um, At Jingle Fest. Preferably stuff that makes it difficult for him to travel home. <laughs> um, like that he has to carry. So, because that's what you get for winning a contest that doesn't exist. Right. Um, it can't be all good. It's got, it's got to be something that you, that he, like, that he doesn't want to throw away, but it's going to be difficult to get to where he's got to go. The only problem <laughs> then is I have to get it there to give it to him. Right. I'm imagining Fred Flintstone going through the drive throw and tipping over. <laughs> yes. With the giant side of beef on the yes. car. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Some, something that he has to strap to the top of his vehicle. Yes. Or carry on to the Marta. Not the Marta. That's the Atlanta one. That's the Atlanta. Uh, Metro. <laughs> Metro, yeah. Um, okay, the next one is from Bob Walsh. Oh, speaking of Quizmaster at Adadaya. He, Not familiar. He tweeted us and Sean Morrissey. He said, Sean Morrissey on the Snapchat? Say it ain't so. I don't know what this is referencing, but he tagged us. So apparently he's calling you out, Sean, for having a Snapchat account. Yeah, well, you know, I guess this is my intervention. <laughs> <laughs> We've been meaning to talk to you about this. I know. This, this thing that we didn't know existed until just now. Yeah, apparently this show has <laughs> a Snapchat account. We just don't know how to use it. So. I don't know anything about Snapchat. Uh, I I don't know. We're, I mentioned earlier in the show that we're selling the house. So mm -hmm. yes. my yep. my wife and I took to the marketing on our own behalf because uh, maybe our Excellent. realtor was slacking a bit. Okay. So yep. we decided that we would get on the Snapchat and the, the social medias to um you know post links to the home and then we went mm -hmm. all about town on saturday <laughs> showcasing all that is wonderful about living in the area that we do um you know there's a lot of bars so i think we only made it till seven o'clock and then it was time to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're basically saying is you're paying yourself this commission uh, yes yes i is think what, that would what, be if, if it really worked out how it was deserved we have get them in. we've yes. worked the snapchat Clo uh, clause into this contract that uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be digi-signing well, later today, hopefully. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, I do believe that you're, you're in your field of work is marketing, so I can tell you use that knowledge for, for the Snapchat. Yeah, why not? Excellent. Excellent. And do you care to tell the folks where you're going, where you're moving to? Maryland's Canada, the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of heat for that one, but I'll accept it. So you're following Bryce Harper is what you're Sounds saying. Like that's, it, yeah. that's, I wish I had his agent, but yes, we are yeah. moving to the Philadelphia area um, and, and part of the greater little migration that appears to be happening all over the country. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. There are other people moving to where you're leaving. Right. Right. Exactly. That I know of. Right. I think that's yeah. why they're moving here. For, for reasons unknown to me, I am staying put. <laughs> I am trying to move. Uh, I'm not sure where yet. I'm probably not moving out of the state of Atlanta. Um, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Because, I mean, Atlanta's its own its own thing. But uh, I am looking. I'm. We've been trying to settle a house for like two years, it seems like. So it, it's the, we got to stop talking well, about it. Well, you need to get on the now. Snapchat and sell it that way. Yeah. There you go. I feel like that's where we need to head. <laughs> You've been waiting have, for your moment. Our realtor, though, our realtor lives next door to us, and she's awesome, though. So uh, her and her husband work together on it now, so they're... They're going to knock it out, I'm sure. It's it's all on us at this point. Cool. Well, we're not going anywhere, but as I look out my window, I don't know why. <laughs> um, Michelle Miller. Well, you snowed in. That's why you're not going anywhere. True. Michelle Miller at ER Nurse MEM. Clarification of my clarification. 
Cadbury mini eggs are like egg-shaped M&Ms with a crunchier shell and better chocolate. And it looks like an emoji blowing uh, confetti. So she must like it. She does say she likes it. That doesn't interest me. I don't like M&Ms. What is an emoji? What is the it looks emoji like the, blowing confetti? The emoji is wearing a little party hat, and he's blowing on one of those, or she is blowing on one of those, not confetti. There's confetti around the emoji's head. And you know those, what are they called? You put them in your mouth and you blow and then they extend. They're, they start uh, up see. curled up and then they straighten out and they make a noise. It makes a noise. Wow. Um, it's some sort of noise making <laughs> device. Noise maker. We'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. What's our stance on Cadbury eggs? If I, I missed that and I apologize. The stance. We've probably covered off on that. The stance They're not is good. that nobody likes them. I liked them when I had them 10 years ago, but. I haven't had them for a while. That was rose-colored taste buds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Cadbury mini eggs I thought would be mini Cadbury eggs with the cream inside, but apparently they're M&Ms with a crunchier shell and better chocolate. That's good because the problem with Cadbury eggs is not the chocolate, it's the filling that I'm not a fan of. Well, they the, can, I like the filling at one point. They, what do you think, Sean? They can take all of them and candy corn and fly them straight into the sun. Boom. <laughs> I'm moving to Philadelphia now. Do you have a guest room? <laughs> yes. I'm in. I'm in. Whatever you need me to do. I'll, I'll sell your house for you. Yeah. Main, Di- main level. <laughs> yes. Yes. Master, absolutely. Master I mean, I'm main. not walking up and down stairs. Who do you think I am? A young guy? <laughs> uh, from Dr. Garrett Schumann at J-G-A-R-R-T. It turns mm-hmm. out three people in my family have, independently of each other, made braised red cabbage in the last 10 days. Is this QE? Hmm. Well, you know how I feel. Of course. Of course it's QE. I mean, braised red cabbage. What are the odds that anybody's like making that, C-E. let alone three of them? Well, yeah. depends if it was around St. Patrick's Day. Very true. Well, that's true. But. And I'm going to venture a guess that Garrett has some German ancestry. I think that's probably a good guess. Um. I could be completely wrong. I'm just guess based on the well, last name. Well, the human name, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, isn't like cabbage sauerkraut like a German thing? Well, I think Sean was inferring that it was Irish. Possibly. I should probably know that being half but Irish. But sauerkraut <laughs> is definitely German. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is right. It's cabbage, right? I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, a chef. That's so a good question because corned beef and cabbage is like uh-huh. that's that's all you have in March. Well, at least in my yes. house growing up. Yep. I think cabbage is also in sauerkraut, but I don't know because I do not care for sauerkraut. I do not care for cabbage or sauerkraut or <laughs> any of this. So, I we put cabbage in our ballpark salads. Hmm. But I don't. Is it braised red cabbage? No. No, it's raw. Well, maybe they would let you in if you went that maybe, direction. Maybe, maybe. Or you smoked it in the in the fake baby. Yeah. So the answer is yes. I, I, you, you can call that QE. Yeah. And honestly, if you left the, you know, some extra boiled cabbage in the fake baby for a few days, then it would give it more of an authenticity because it would smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, ne- you need to change that fake baby. Neil in Rockville at Neil and Rockville. I hate to say it, but Jason dropped a few notches on the ladder due to his stance on root beer in general and root beer peeps in particular. <laughs> you can stay as long as you want, Jason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
So you don't I'm, like I'm glad, root beer I'm either, I'm glad to Sean? come down on that one. Not only do I not like root beer, what really grinds my gears is Uh-oh, when I go. order a Dr. Pepper and they say no, but we have root beer. Yes! Well, I've never yes. heard that before. That's funny I've because heard, I've gotten that I didn't too. ask for a root beer. They're, no, <laughs> yeah. they're, no, they're not like each other at all. Not if at I wanted all. napalm in a glass, I would have asked for it. Yeah. Right. I'm totally root against beer is terrible. root beer. Root yeah. beer. So it, I understand. Root beer is, it varies widely with the brand. Um, some root beer I can drink, others I don't care for. You know when you get a big pile of jelly beans and you just throw mm-hmm. them in and say, I'm going for it? Mm-hmm. What always ruins that experience? The root, root beer. The root beer jelly bean. Yep. Mm. It's a bad flavor. I never have that thing- problem because I just eat the black jelly beans. Oh, <laughs> I don't like any other jelly beans, although sometimes I don't mind the Starburst ones. Starburst jelly beans are the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I do not do love not, Starburst. Yeah, do not tear down Starburst I'm jelly not, beans. They're do the not say only a disparaging jelly, thing about Starburst jelly beans. They're the only jelly bean I can stand other flavors of. Otherwise, it's yes. all black licorice to me. For yeah, me. I believe there's someone else in your... Uh, Estate that also likes Starburst jelly beans. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. She loves. We need to them. have some of these in June. Yes. Have like several handfuls because I try not to eat them because I try not to buy them because if I buy a bag of them and you can only get like the full like Easter size bag of candy like family size, mm-hmm. I will eat them all yeah. in like three hours. Yeah. Well, that's what happens with regular Peeps for me. Not root beer Peeps, although they were fine. Regular Peeps, I cannot. I got to eat them all in one sitting. Mm-mm. I think what, what I've kind of discovered in, in our discussion on root beer and other flavors, and you said root beer varies widely from you know brands mm-hmm. and manufacturing where mm-hmm. you get it, is that it's basically how much other stuff they put in it to cover the flavor of the root beer. Yeah. So root beer in itself is garbage. It's, you can only enjoy other brands of it, some brands of it, because they actually are better at masking the flavor. Because the root beer flavor in general is dirt and roots is what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do I'm you glad think? to be down on that ladder. See, now I like sarsaparilla. Or is it sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla is how I would say it. That's a weird spelled word. You yeah. ever seen that word? Yeah, that's why it's I said sarsaparilla, but I, I pronounce it sarsaparilla. And I yeah, like sarsaparilla. I also say root beer and not root beer. I so say I both. I think earlier I said mm-hmm. root beer. Now, do yes, you call the thing that covers your home the same noise a dog Ooh. makes? The roof or the roof? Um, I really do vary that, and I don't know why. Hmm. I call it go. both. I, s- I say roof. What do you say, Sean? Well, in Maryland, we call them roofs. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, is, what does Maryland's Canada call them, though? <laughs> That's a good question, and yeah. I aim to find out. Yeah. Okay, next, Sully from... I'm putting a new roof on my house, or roof, or roof, yeah. uh, next week. That's, that's, a good, that's a whole experience oh, in itself, so too, that'll, by the way. That'll, be part, that'll help increase the value of the home. Uh, it will help us sell it, definitely, yeah. yes. Sully from Boston at Rice Twist. We need a speaking of tangents investigation into this. Hashtag feedback mm-hmm. friend. Hashtag SOT. Hashtag Sea of Thieves. <laughs> hashtag Oreos. And he sends a picture. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> My favorite thing is somebody liked that tweet that is like a Sea of Thieves like Twitch streamer. <laughs> oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, and they're looking, they're just, they have no idea probably what this is about. <laughs> so what he sent was a picture of apparently somebody's post on Twitter that said, My brother wanted to show me his new tattoo. 
Mm-hmm. And from what I understand of this photo, it looks like his brother has a UPC f- tattoo on his forearm. That and a he's at a barcode, and he's at some mm-hmm. store, Home Depot, maybe. I don't know. It's an orange thing, whatever. And he's scanning himself, and on the screen, if you look very closely, it says two dollars and fifty four cents Oreo cookies double stuff. Mm-hmm. Do yes. I have that his correct? Tattoo, that his tattoo yeah. is a barcode for double stuff Oreos. Yes, and this is a thing that I have seen before, where people get working barcodes, UPC codes uh, tattooed on themselves for what purpose to be interesting you really like oreos uh-huh so i'm i have two questions okay or observations where in the world can you get a bag of oreos for two dollars and 54 cents because i cannot find it for less than three dollars anywhere well and number two there is no way in any form or shape or view of the words double stuff, do I want that tattooed on my body anywhere? Double stoof, you mean? Yeah, yeah. there's no, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be called double stuff. I don't want to have anything to do with double stuff. I'm walking just, away from that one. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, In no form or fashion do I no. want that on me tattooed. If this, if this UPC, to answer question number one, if this UPC or barcode or whatever um, mm-hmm. is about... Five to ten years old, two fifty four would probably be a good price. Yeah, not bad. The it's ironic like, thing would be if it like scanned up and it said trash. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> trash. Now, double stuff are my favorite type of Oreo, but I would not get this tattooed on myself. No, I wouldn't either. Inventive. So yeah. that is our investigation into that. Case closed. And then, so we got a Facebook. Twitter, and now we have an email from Robert Skolnicki in Winnipeg. Subject, mm-hmm. feedback in the form of a quiz. Oh, two quizzes this week. His first sentence is glorious. It says, goodness, I didn't realize you were still recording podcasts. <laughs> he says, here is my feedback. That is, <laughs> Isn't that great? That needs goodness. to go, like, if this, if, this, if this podcast had, like, a back cover, that would be the blurb. <laughs> I didn't That's realize you were still goodness. recording podcasts. Here's my feedback on the episode with John, referring to Fitzpatrick last episode. Consider it a mm-hmm. quiz to determine at what point the feedback is related to. And he's got three things here. One, can't help falling in love with you by UB40. Okay, that'd probably be the sad song that makes you happy. You know what makes me sad about that, though? Because that's an Elvis song? He picked the UB40 version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't can't, mind that can't version. Can't say amen on that. I don't know it if it's pales better in than Elvis. I think, to the, uh, no. I like Red no. Red Wine by UB40. I mean, I like Red Wine, but I don't really like that song either. <laughs> Make you feel so fine. That's mm-hmm. my guess on that. The Raid Redemption 2012. Must be mm-hmm. a recommendation for a show. Is that a show uh, or a, a movie? movie? I think it's a movie. I don't have The a- Raid is a movie for sure. And I think the Raid Two is subtitled. I think that's the second version. I think that's the, the sequel to the Raid. I've never seen it, but that's my guess that maybe he recommended. You would not that. like it. I wouldn't. The Raid is very much. Oh, it's very much John Wick on steroids. Action. There's a hammer fight in this movie. A girl beats a guy basically to death with a hammer on a subway train, and it's like breaking, like cracking elbows and kneecaps and stuff with a hammer. Oh wow. It's, so nothing uh, to do with Amish. The Hall of Famer wouldn't like it. Oh, no. 
Okay. It is uh it They is, are handy is, with hammers, I assume. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yes. And it's not like it's not like, you know, horror movie. It's it's an action movie, but they are killing people in some inventive like and it is it is full on. Now, I've seen I've only seen clips of the raid. This is the second one. I've seen the raid, and the raid is they're going into an apartment building to basically raid it, and you know, and it's kind of like a video game movie where every level they're fighting different people and taking people down, and it is it is full on action, very little story, just go. It is basically like here's the setup, go, and it is action the rest of the movie, and it is pretty brutal action, but it's not like grotesque horror type stuff. So you might like it, but it's. Did you like the John Wick movies? It's not as good as John Wick to me, but did you like the John Wick movies? Are you just trying to make me, like, I haven't seen John Wick. Oh, my God. (laughs) I haven't seen, I almost said Jumanji. I haven't seen Jurassic Park. I haven't seen John Wick. I haven't seen Lost. I would probably say watch John Wick. You you would like Jurassic Park. You would like that movie. It's It's a good, it's it's a Spielbergian movie. It's it's very much it's not E. T. but it's that kind of entertainment. It's 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 good. Okay. I've asked at interviews before uh of the candidate Jaws or Jurassic Park. So if you couldn't answer that, <laughs> you would not move forward. Oh. <laughs> well I have seen Jaws, so Well, that's the correct answer, but that okay. was a trick question. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, and the last one that he wrote here is Amazing Grace, Wake Up by Arcade Fire. And do you realize by the flaming lips? I, I don't remember what we talked about. Well, it, John gave some recommendations, but we also answered a question, what sad songs make you happy? Mm. And so I was wondering if Can't Help Falling in Love with You was that, and these ones are maybe more recommendation, but Amazing Grace, maybe that's a sad song that makes him happy. It's really a happy song, Amazing Grace. Yeah, um, I don't, once was I don't blind, see that as a, now I see. as a sad song, but... I yeah, love maybe. the Flaming Lips. Say that again? I love he the Flaming Lips. Oh. They're, they're good. So maybe this I'm is a recommendation. With, I'm not familiar with either of those songs, though, so... I'm not either. I mean, obviously Amazing Grace, I know, but Wake Up and Do You Realize? Do You Realize? I think it's overplayed in a lot of commercials now. Oh. I'm pretty sure they use that track a good bit. But it's a good record. Should check it out. Footnote: okay. I could listen and or talk with John Fitzpatrick about music yeah. for hours. Yes. 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 Yep. So, Absolutely. if it wasn't a recommendation by Robert Skolnicki, it's now a rep- rep- recommendation from Sean Fitzpatrick on on Sean Fitzpatrick. Sean, you know that would work though. <laughs> and John both, Morrissey, both, both um, Irish, right? Sean Morrissey. Yes. Um, for yeah, the oh, what, are you saying that all us Irish people are just the same? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. You got me. Okay. You got me. Yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> you and your Saskatchewan, not, what do I say? <laughs> not Saskatchewan. I don't know. That's what, not the word I was trying to say. Nordic? <laughs> no, what's the, it starts with an S. Scandinavian. Scandinavian bias. That's one thing that I've never been called as a Sasquatch, but, you know, first time for everything. I said Saskatchewan, <laughs> as in Canada, as oh, in the okay. place in Canada. All right. Well, that's that's short for Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, eh? Isn't that why it's called that? Yeah, exactly. It's where they all live? Mm-hmm. Scandinavian is probably what you meant, but Nordic Beyond is Beyond the wall. Co- yeah. Yes, Scandinavian is absolutely what I meant. <laughs> yes. All right, that's it. All right, Sean, you have anything else? No, thanks for having me. See you in June. Oh, man. 
Sean, yes. thanks for taking time. Great I know fun. it's thanks. pretty busy for you right now. So thank you. Well, this has been a break from the action and enjoyable. Good luck Great. on the move. Yep. Enjoy Philadelphia as much as anybody can. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Keeping oh all boy. my sports jerseys very, very deep in the boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good call for that city. Yeah. So. All right, thank you. Cool. All, right. all right. Bye. Okay, I'm missing the Masters, so... Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love Snow Peas, and I love you.